This is Sid Haig for Nightmare Junkhead. Listen, or I'll come over there and put my boot all up in your ass. Weaving in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that actually kind of prefers Demented Madman in ski mask, hacking up young virgins. My name is Greg D. And I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we're delving deep into a what-if scenario by comparing and contrasting two totally different but tangentially connected films. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, I think this is going to be fun. We're going to weave a wicked tapestry. We are. This is going to get next level, if you will, mm-hmm. some really nerdy, Very nerdy. evil. E- evil. Evil. But before we get into that, let me remind you guys, we are part of the ever-expanding Boom Howdy podcast network. Boom Howdy. And you can find all of our past episodes at BoomHowdy.com. But if you're like me and you like to listen to us on the go, simply search for Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud app. Mm -hmm. Hit subscribe. And when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your fraternity hole. Frat hole. Yeah, frat hole. If you will. And don't forget, you can like us on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. Mm Kind of keep up to date with all of our shenanigans. And speaking of shenanigans, we do have a few things coming up here of those of you in the Kansas City area. You're in retreat. Yes, because the night that this drops is going to be on uh, Friday, March 18th. Yes, day after St. Pat's. So, you know, hopefully all of you are recovering. I know you are. (laughs) I'm still a little uh, rough. You've kind of got the fumes and the distillery kind of approach. It's (laughs) it's really good. Uh, But, you know, that Saturday on the 19th, we are going to be hosting Suspiria on 35 millimeter at the Alamo. and. I don't even know at this point if there are any tickets left, so I don't know if this is just futile. Right. But check it out, because this is going to be just a phenomenal screening. And we're going to have dope prizes. We've got some amazingly rad prizes. You're going to want to work up on anything. You know, think about what Suspiria is all about. Mm -hmm. We'll kind of go from there, but it's going to be a blast. Yeah. And then just two nights later, on the 21st, we're having our third... Uh, yep, the third Monday Mystery Movie Night. Over at Tapcade mm-hmm. with uh, Nerds and Nostalgia. So we're going to be screening and film, and again, you don't know what it is, but the trailers we showed last time uh, is Bride of Chucky, uh-huh. the, the Matrix, Matrix, and Showgirls. And Showgirls. Yeah. So kind of put that together, figure out what it might be, and then we record an uh, episode of Nerds and Nostalgia Live. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun, yep. Hope to, and it's free, guys. Mm-hmm. That's the best part, so check it out. And, um, and then the Saturday after that is the Kansas City... Uh, Kansas City Horror Club, Bad's Bunny's Ball. Which is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. So 18th Street, right by Grinders. Um, That's the, called the Next Space. So mm-hmm. just Google it and you can find the address. Doors Excellent. open at 8. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of fun stuff happening there. Mm-hmm. Music, burlesque dancers, yeah. share to blame. Right, three it's, bands, burlesque dancers, prizes, bunnies. It's and be fantastic. Horror fans. Right, it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if those of you in the Kansas City area, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Get out there, support the horse, uh, go out and see us in the, in the theaters. Just, again, get out there, interact. I'm doing it. Yeah, so can so you. Can you. If, if we can get Greg out, we can we I can think that's, this. yeah, it's 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 the uh, life goal, the year goal. Well, speaking of goals. Well, hold on. Before we oh, get started, I just yeah. want to do a quick shout out. Um, friend of the podcast, actually friend of both podcasts, uh, Christy Leslie, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. Absolutely. So Here's to you. Here's to you. There we go. Ah, Coca-Cola. Ah, 
Uh, Irish coffee. Of course. Little hair of the dog. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so before we go into this little experiment we're doing, mm-hmm. this is a horror podcast. We're horror fans. Yep. And our life, or certain aspects of our life, seems to be dictated on horror expectations and horror rules for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, you, when you're in the city. Yeah. I will not go over grates or manholes or sewer. No. No. And all of that informed on horror movies. Uh, almost definitely. <laughs> Same thing with me. Like, one of my big fears I have is not necessarily the greats, although ever since I met you, I am now more conscious of it. <laughs> and I used to not care. <laughs> just, you know, just this, this, you know, I didn't, it, whatever. Right. Just Nothing's wasn't on your radar. Right. Exactly. And then I just, it's kind of creeping up on me. But mm-hmm. my biggest thing is just, I've got a huge bay window in my living room and I've got an empty park just an empty um just lot across the way mm-hmm. and my biggest fear as you know is to one day go out there and there's and gonna be the shape the Michael. shape is gonna right. be staring back at me dun, he, dun, dun. just waiting for me to show up and look at him and catch you know catch our eyes lock you <laughs> You're know in the kitchen singing oh paul <laughs> making popcorn and shit doing ready the, for your babysitting singing job. amazing grace right. you know <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm, I've just got this horrible fear of that happening. Uh-huh. So we recorded. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was a was. I think it was a nightmare junkhead with a- Adam. Yeah, that we're going to be releasing here next Friday. And a control delete. Who was also on the Boom Howdy Network, and so. who is also going to be hosting with us uh, at the Alamo. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. It's good. It's kind of perfect the way we yeah, right? uh, set that up. Uh, but um, I, I, you guys left, and I was kind of inspired just to watch some trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know I, we love trailers on here. But I was doing a theme and I was just doing all horror sequels so I'm having a blast I'm just looking up all these on YouTube and I'm watching them and mm-hmm. I realize I'm putting together like a narrative and I'm imagining now like people watching it with me and which ones get the cheers and which one would get the claps and all that kind of shit right just yeah. really nerding out well throughout this time of doing this every now and again I'm hearing these noises and my house is old you know, it was built in 1888, so I'm accustomed to noises. Right. The old houses do that. They do that, right? It's not like a we are still here fucking scenario. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I, it's like I can hear like a in the downstairs, and I go, you know what? There's a 1% chance that that's like some demons coming up, and, you know, that's their gallop or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, 99% chance that it's my ice maker in my fridge dropping ice. Yeah. So I, I'm accustomed to these things. Now, I need to preface this now with... um in the neighborhood I live in, we have a lot of just uh, roaming cats. Mm-hmm. That's one of those things. You know this oh, really yes. well. I, yeah, they, they like to fuck with me. Uh, including my cats. And I, this is very especially important. Your, especially your cat. So not too long ago, we were watching um, Tales from the Dark Side here at the house. We, were, mm-hmm. uh, we, were gonna re- we reviewed it, actually, for the Nightmare Junkhead. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to that episode, there's a bit where one of my cats totally fucked with you. Yeah. Like, right at the perfect time. Exactly. And so, cue forward probably two or three weeks after that, we hosted a screening of, of Tales, Tales from the Dark, the Dark Side. Side. And as we're driving back to my house, that black cat just ran across right in front of us. Right. Which was like, oh, Jesus Christ. So, if you know your Tales from the Dark Side, you know, that cats, black cat, yeah. they'll mess you up. Mm-hmm. And to the point where I believe we've had some of the cats, like when you're walking down the stairs, they'll dart in front of me yes. like, to fuck with me. Yes. So, yeah. we've got some really obnoxious cats. Okay. So. Okay. Not only am I hearing the downstairs, but then I start hearing like a outside. Now, not on my window, not on my window, but like, you know, just and again, I'm not really paying attention to it because I'm just accustomed to it, Uh but it's consistent (laughs) and Uh it's getting a little bit louder out there. Now, 
throughout the sequels that I'm watching, um, I haven't hit Halloween yet. Because, you know, Halloween, <laughs> right, right. that's the scary one for me. Even Halloween 2 with a little bit of synth, the, the, mm-hmm. the music, the imagery. And I know, okay, I'm, I'm by myself now. I got to uh-huh. be careful. I was like, you know what? It's time to watch the Halloween 2 trailer. Oh, boy. And so I put it on and, you know, it's just. You're facing your demons. Basically. I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get some closure here with, the you know. the <laughs> But unfortunately, right when, like, the apex, like, when the, uh, the, the pumpkin splits and you see the skull. Because that uh-huh. always kind of freaked me out. Yeah. I hear a really loud. And it's like I know it's it's down it's in on my stairs outside of my house. Oh shit! So I, I hit pause on my thing because I'm like, okay, this is I by the patio or by the by the on main... my front on my front. Okay, yeah. So okay. my front door um, in my house is gonna get, don't stalk y'all, but uh, I've got like seven or eight steps that mm-hmm. go up to my front door. Mm-hmm. But if you look out my window, you can always see down. So I get up and I, I look out. So I immediately look out across to the space because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? If it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. Yeah. I'm going to face the shape and I'm going to beat him. So, of course, I look out there. There's nothing. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Uh-huh. And then again, I hear this, like, there's, there's all this stuff. So, I slowly open up the window. I'm just like, what the hell? And I look down. And sure enough, what is catching my gaze, what was just locking eyes with me was that same black cat. Fuck that cat. At the foot of those steps, like he was waiting for me uh-huh. to look at him. Oh, like, it, hey, hey, hey. All I did was I looked everywhere else and I looked down and sh- I mean, he was waiting for my gaze, dude. And I did one of those like, you know, in a horror movie when like they take a step, like three steps back from the window, like, <gasps> I did one of those. Oh, no shit. Just instinctively like, what the fuck is that? Like, why was he waiting for me? What is happening? Oh, dude, did like and, the, did the like the lights catch his eyes and like this big weird glint, like just wrong. It wasn't even that, um, because he just he had the, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes, like a doll's. <laughs> it was frightening. <laughs> so I go back and I look at him, and he's still there looking at me. Now, unfortunately, the that I heard that I originally thought was just the ice machine. I'm like, oh my god, that's his boys down there. His other cats that are like gonna like jump me now mm-hmm. at this point. Like, like he's the diversion. Yes, he's won the psychological <laughs> battle with me. Yeah, and now his boys are gonna win the physical battle with me. But it just scared the shit out of me. But to my, I don't even this is known to my to my credit. But I started talking to the cat. I'm like, you're not scaring me, man. I've got you now. And he just kept looking at me. And finally, he walked away. But it was horrible because. <sighs> I kind of built everything up. Halloween two hit, and he just he caught my gaze, man. Like, it was awful. It was awful, and I don't know if that sounds scary, but I, I think with the, the the trailers I had been watching, it's just a perfect storm of madness. It was. It was. <laughs> he he waited for you to open the door so then the bats could come in. Exactly. Well, either that or he had his boys up there going, "Has he done Halloween two yet? No. No. Okay, hold on. Shit, go. No, he's doing it now. Go, go, go. There's like a, a friendly possum looking out the window, like to see you what you're watching over here on the screen. Like he's just hanging down. From a thing he's peeking. Okay, so he just finished Critters too. Yeah, All right, now that time. I think he's doing a monster motif. I don't know go, when he's gonna hit the go. slashers. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So <laughs> now he got. Now he's at sleepaway camp too. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, he's getting there. He's getting there. He's getting there. Blue team, go! Blue team, go! We are a go. You know. Just, oh, it was horrid. It was horrid. And, uh, I, I, and it, upon reflection, now when I look back and I realize I did the step away from the window, I'm like, my God, it couldn't have been written more perfectly in terms of how to antagonize they're me. They're diabolical, aren't they? I think so. That, I think so. That, and if I find out that my cat had anything to do with it, like he was their inside man. Like, Someone's huh? getting spayed again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bag and a cat and a, you know, a long cliff. Right. Not a good combination. <laughs> We're not far from the river, Kitty. Just, <laughs> Just saying. So, Man, I'm telling you, they 
fuck with you. They they psychologically fuck with you. That kitty, your cat. Yeah, she. He, uh, he, and she does not like you. I, she. She'll but she'll come and put her ass in my face and get some love and just like like rub like I'm like and I'm like okay, is this a peace offering? And next thing you know, we're watching Mulberry Street. Or we're watching fucking digging up the marrow when that little creature came in, and then there here comes the cat opening opening the door slowly, slowly. Did you notice that? It was like, yeah, it and was like looking great. Like, yeah. I, I'd like to think that you know, Kitty's just a big <laughs> horror fan, and she's you know, I'm gonna enhance your viewing experience. Right. I'm gonna give you the William. Welcome Castle to treatment. movie night, motherfucker. Ha <laughs> <Just like, laughs> Which I can appreciate. I'd like to think you know, she's been my cat for almost. You know, ten years now, and you know a little bit of yeah. rubbed off. It's kind of good. She's from the streets too, so it's my connection to street. A, tuffs. a former street tough, yeah, I've reformed her, right? Uh, but she's still got that street tough attitude. She does, yeah. which is good though, because then she can kind of introduce me to the fold as well, and yeah. you know, we can learn from each other. <laughs> really, true healing can happen. It's good. It's gonna happen, man. I could just see like you and the cat, like on the like, like the the beginning of fucking Perfect Strangers or something, just standing tall on the wings. Just like a little montage, like you both open the door at the same time and like, you know, just like I can uh, see it happening, uh, actually. Well, it's well, and we'll see, you know, maybe that's the next sitcom we do, I guess. Uh, But this is the month of March Um, (laughs) for horror fans, you know, uh, especially St. Patrick's Day. Leprechaun is big. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Rawhead Rex, I think, has a little bit of an Irish tint to it. Um, So on our other podcast, Nerds of Nostalgia, um, March Madness is what a lot of people think about when it comes to march um we're no different Mm -hmm. but unfortunately we're not big on basketball we're no different but we're very different exactly (laughs) and so last year in uh what we did for in celebration of march madness was we put together a bracket of all these uh films from a particular company so last year was the canon group Mm -hmm. it was great had a lot of fun talked a lot of great films and we wanted to do it again and i think right like right after we'd completed it we were thinking about it and you came up with and, new world yeah, yeah so we so we're doing a uh, new world madness where we're taking a look at and get listen to the episode i don't want to break down the rules on this right but, um you know we're talking like horror movies action movies drama you know we're doing horror but you know nightmare junket is a horror podcast yeah but we like to kind of meld these every now and again and, and you heard our shenanigans like what nerds nightmare nerds of nerds of your nightmare yeah, yeah absolutely you know when we bring them together which is going to happen mm-hmm. again here pretty soon with Crypticon <laughs> coming up Crypticon and, uh, and john carpenter yes and, uh, yeah there's a lot of good stuff coming up um but it was it was a, i think our chance to kind of bleed into each other because um one of the great things about doing this is we get to revisit some films we haven't seen in quite a while mm-hmm. and one of those films that we watched in the boner jam uh category was fraternity vacation yes and i only saw bits and parts of it like way back in the day but sure like, enough like, to kind of yeah, you had right. somewhat of an opinion of it but but... And it's interesting because now, if any of you have seen this film, it's, it's truly a boner jam. Came out in 1985, the same year as one of my all-time favorite horror films, and I mean, I and I say that without hyperbole. Right, this you is got one posters of, my, of it. On oh the yeah, wall. this is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, uh, it's Tom Holland's Fright Night, and so Fraternity Vacation, Fright Night. You know, Beyond coming, both coming out in 1985, both starting with letter F. You know, what's the connection with those? And it's really interesting. (laughs) 
<laughs> so this is what we're going to do. We're going to kind of approach this in a little section. We haven't even figured out the title of the segment yet. It's like yeah. a what if and else world. Exactly. Uh, just kind of like, I don't know. Because these two films bleed over into each other in such a cool way. A almost perfect. Like it was meant to be way. Yeah. To the point where it wasn't necessarily distracting when we were rewatching it. No. But we were just like, oh, my God. Well, Imag- imagining like, OK, so in an alternate scene. Yeah. So. Mm hmm. This is this is going to be fun. It is because um, hopefully, if you're listening to the podcast and you're a horror fan, you've seen Fright Night. Right. Easily one of my favorite uh, horror movies from the '80s, and top five there, and mm-hmm. top ten in my all-time horror. Yeah. I mean, it's a great take on the vampire mythos. But the thing that works for me are the the characters in it, um, and, I, and that's where I think the connection comes from. Because um, what uh, Williams Rag William Ragsdale is Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the great Chris Sarandon is Jerry. Mm-hmm. In fact, this movie contains one of my favorite uh, couples of all time. And I'm not talking Charlie and Amy. I'm talking Billy and Jerry. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the vampire and his caretaker. I, I love them as a couple. Like, to me, they're a horror power couple, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just love them together. It's the chemistry. It's um, like a buff Renfield. Uh, but shit, yeah, man. Yeah. He was just, he had his back constantly. He was a... Was he a ghoul? Like, what was he? Not familiar. Was that? Because when he, spoiler alert, you know, when he dies, he just, this is nasty dissolve. Yeah. And speaking of the dissolve and everything, the special effects in Fright Night still hold up. Top fucking notch, dude. Fantastic. There's something to say about, like, good practical effects that they will still always hold of up. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And this is a film now that's going on 31 years. Well, yeah, at least. Which is, in, which is crazy to think about, because that's another one that's, you know, much like Return of the Living Dead with us. Fright Night is one of those films for me. Just comfort food. Whenever mm-hmm. it comes on, oh, I will yeah. watch it. I'll oh, yeah. watch it at any point. What did you think of the remake? Okay. This is an honest. I still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. Okay. Okay. I was kind of <laughs> curious. You were, so I that was an interesting it. bait I, there. I, I, like, started, I started watching it. Did you? And then I was like, hey, we got to go. I'm like, okay, cool. And I wasn't like, okay, cool. I wasn't like, oh, one more scene. You know, it's well, so- well, I tell you, the cast looks great. Mm-hmm. Like, Tony Collette in it, is in it. She's one of my favorite actors. Um, Anton Yelvich. I probably butchered his last name there. But, um, you know, Colin Farrell. As as Jerry. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, David Tennant mm-hmm. playing the, the uh, Peter Vincent role. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean... That's a great cast. Mm-hmm. So I, if, it, if it melds, I don't know. I'll eventually... We'll, we'll get we'll, around We'll get it. around watching. Yeah, because there's even a sequel to the remake. Is there? Yeah. I didn't know there was a... There, yeah, there's a sequel to the remake, and there's a sequel to the original as well. Right. There's Fright which, Night um, 2, but I didn't know there was Fright Night 2.2. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And it also has a twist on it where the female vampire comes in. Ah. So, yeah. And honestly, Fright Night 2 is also one of my all-time underrated sequels. Yeah. I really think it deserves a little bit more love than it has. I think so, too. Uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, the guy that directed uh, Halloween 3, directed that one. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun. But um, kind of going anyway, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a lot of, one of the things. One of the things that I think really works, again, with Fright Night are the, the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think that's a testament to the actors and the director. But the the one that always is the standout for me in Fright Night. You Same know, the, here. The one that was like I was I identified with, man, was Stephen Jeffries as Evil Ed. Uh-huh. Like, he just he was one of us, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a, he was a horror nerd. He was a horror nerd, like through and through. I he mean, was he was awkward though, just weird and so, kind of like gangly, and, and he just had a, even like I think the actor just and the, his voice. Oh, you're so cool! 
Bill Burr Yeah, stuff. you do it way better than I, I do. I really like his performance, though. Yeah, he was great. I thought it was brave. It was it was different. And we're the people we are the people that enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Now, I know people watching, they're like, that dude is annoying. He's horrible. Nah, Evil Ed all the fucking way, man. And it makes him more tragic when, you know, ultimately what happens with him. Because it's, it's kind of sad. It is. It's kind of no, sad. No, when, when Jerry offers him his hand and you see him and he's crying. Uh-huh. He's just he's, so conflicted. He's no, yeah. yeah he's there's just, nowhere else to go. No. And then he even makes a great villain. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, he, he does. He makes a scary looking villain. And it, going back to the effects work in the film, you know, iconic imagery, mm-hmm. Evil Ed with the... With the crocs. Yes. Yeah. And the the gnarly teeth. Uh-huh. Just a great, great character. Great pathos to him. Great. Hey, is that him at the very end? You know? Right. Who knows, right? Right. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just wonderful. But then also you have Amanda Burse as... Marcy Darcy, Marcy Darcy, dude. as Amy in that film, mm-hmm. um, as the love interest, and yeah. she's great. Goes through a lot of change, you know, literally. This and that. So okay. I ain't gonna lie, when she turned into vampire chick, oh, she got hot. She and now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is she under all of that prosthetic when she gets the the, the huge big rictus? mouth? Is that her under there? I think so. Is it okay? It doesn't look like her though. No, it really doesn't. It doesn't look so like a stunt dead. Maybe it, it's well, in, like the contract or something. It like, may have been because I'm. Know. It was and it never took me out of the movie. No, but, but I was just like, wait a minute. Like, that, that, that doesn't look know, like Marcy Darcy. What's going on there? But all vamped out. She was hot. Yeah, it was like, kind of great. Hot. It was great. Yeah. And then the, the the score of that film, Brad uh-huh. Fidel, one of my all time faves. So good. The movie just works. It's a great movie. It's myth. funny when it's supposed to be funny. It's sad when it's supposed to be sad. It's Absolutely. scary when it's, it's it's just a great movie. It's a great film. See it, own it, love it. You'll it's you will never for you know, you'll never regret that film. Right. If you haven't seen it, already own it or already love it. Yeah. Now, what would have happened, you know, because at the very end, obviously, uh good versus you know, evil, wins over evil. Vampire. Yeah, yeah, we're not getting we're not spoiling right. anything, guys. But what 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 would happen though, maybe if like Charlie didn't win? Like ultimately maybe he gets killed. Yeah. And the vampire wins, and everyone else kind of has to go their own way. What could happen? And that <laughs> kind of was what kind of bleeds over. Yeah, this movie, the fraternity, fraternity yeah. vacation, basically answers a lot of what if questions. It really does. Yeah, a so, lot of what yeah, if. And the, the funniest thing was watching re- when if you listen to the podcast. You, I mean, I I remembered distinctly. Uh, Stephen Jeffries and Amanda Bierce are in Fraternity Vacation. That was one of my. I remembered. I'm like I always remember like how weird that was because mm-hmm. it's evil Ed Amy. Well, it was uh, during the, even the credit sequence of this, um, in terms of who stars in Fraternity Vacation, you also get um, Barbara Crampton. Yeah. Ooh, hoo, All hoo, of Barbara hoo, Crampton, hoo, hoo, as you can imagine. Ooh, and, you know, this, the, this, this, it was hot. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. It was hot. I felt really like I'm comfortable with you enough. I'm very comfortable, but at the same time, it almost got, it almost got uncomfortable. A little, you got the awkward bone. Yeah, I did. Because I was like... Uh, what is going on here? <laughs> You're not cool, genius. <laughs> it, it was it was kind of an uncomfortable boner, but you well, know. not only do you get Barbara Crampton again, um, you know, Reanimator yeah. from Beyond, we are still here, uh-huh. fantastic. You also get Kathleen uh, Kinmont. Now, you may not know the name, but if you're a fan of Halloween Four. Return of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. There's always the 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 always talked about sheriff's daughter. Yep. Or maybe maybe a preacher's daughter. Well, you, if you guys remember the sheriff's daughter in Halloween Four. Yeah. And whoo. Yeah. Just whoo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm just gonna get all creepy here. But she is also in Fraternity Vacation. So you got this really kind of crazy horror connection there. Um, and then, sure as shit, who did the score? 
and fraternity vacation, Brad Fidel. Right. And it's <laughs> worked so god so let's good. let's talk about this for a second because w- upon rewatch I'm like I I couldn't tell if he totally phoned it in for like the the the, the score that he put together because it's so on the nose it's so perfect it's so perfect I've said it before on a couple of podcasts on the nerds and nostalgia <laughs> that music is super key to a good movie you know what I'm saying and it almost like like a Greek choir type thing, you know, it has to set the mood to the thing. And so when the music that like, Oh, shenanigans are starting. Then sure enough, there was like, <laughs> just like shenanigans music. And then when it was serious, like serious music and then romantic music. And it was just like, so fucking spot on and perfect. And that's why I couldn't tell, because if you listen to, if you put it up against like the Terminator or Fright Night, there's nothing really iconic about. No, not, no, no, not with fraternity vacation, Mm-mm. but it did fit the tone so perfectly. Just wonderfully like a, piece of the puzzle so if you do listen to this let's hit us up on th- the facebook page and tell us what you think about that because i'm curious to see other people's perspective because again i can't tell I, because i i liked it there was a part of me that loved it but there was also a part of me that was just like come on like that's just so obvious right you know, but do do gonna do some shenanigans shenanigans at the part of town and yeah. there's some shenanigans in this film there's hella shenanigans dude there's hella shenanigans <sighs> so let's talk about this okay so, now um, okay horror nerds listen up we're gonna get to the horror aspect but oh yeah if, if you have not seen fraternity vacation we're just kind of keeping you up and then don't worry we'll, but we'll I also, get into the horror. I, I feel like we owe it to you know our fans as well just you know because it does get a little rapey in this well yeah movie. but like i said it wasn't like full-on zobble to bip but no, i mean it wasn't cosby he, cop he, it was, he definitely he, he this is some revenge of the nerds s kind of stuff well there's no actual he tries he he tries he like gets on top of come on baby you know you want it you know just like that and she's like no and then like the, there's some him. comeuppance yeah it needs him in the groin and gets it out just, yeah uh, it just it was kind of off-putting but for he's me. a villain i mean that's, oh, what, yeah. that's what villains do i mean like yeah, i told you it's his gaston uh Gaston moment from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Because like if this if, if Beauty and the Beast was a boner gem, he would totally like try and like mount Ariel. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, Bell. Mount so, Ariel sounds like another like mount Disney Pilot. park. Yeah, <laughs> come to Mount Ariel where everything's better. Down where it's wetter. Take it from me, but. <laughs> <laughs> bravo sir bravo uh, so all the while Spoosh mountains <laughs> uh, that was good gold baby uh, <laughs> write that one down <laughs> well one of the things though that, that again brad fidel did the score um so there's all these all of a sudden we've practically had half the people from fright night right which so already we're like okay that's kind of cool but the way just everything works mm-hmm. because um stephen jeffrey's character is the classic nerd in this one awkward doesn't know what to say ends up hooking up with amanda bierce's character yeah and right away, we're just even like how awkward he was. We're like, what if he just like vamps, vamps out? out and like walking on the beach and like <laughs> just like bites her and just, shit. You know, just has like that little red wig, the the raggedy and <laughs> wig or when, whatever. No, that's the one where like like when he jumps onto the, the thing and like and like uh, oh peeping Tom because he's looking at the thing. So basically, he's 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 a total innocent, totally innocent. Never been on a date. Never no. kissed a girl. I mean, just he's just a he's nerd. the prototypical virgin right, nerd. Right, and so. While him and his buddies... Also played... One of his uh, buddies played by Tim, Tim Robbins, Robbins. Plays mother. 
right? Which also causes shenanigans. Oh, many. Um, so, so his buddies are, he brings his like astronomy telescope camera thing mm-hmm. so he can take a picture of the night stars. Well, of course, his buddy's mother and, oh, what was the other guy's name? Mother and, um, uh, just uh, generic friend, generic friend, generic main, generic main guy. Okay. So, cause it's really Stephen Jeffrey's movie. They're it just kind of side is. characters, but, um, they use his camera to like scope out on like eighties hot chicks. Oh, and they're so eighties hot. It's ridiculous. It's like empty. We were talking about like, oh man, this MTV is MTV spring, spring break. Man, how come none of this shit was like this when we were growing up, you know? You know, we live our lives by horror rules, but then we also have these 80s party expectations right, as well. Right, So he's like, so Stephen Jeffries, from now on I'm just going to call him Evil Ed. So Evil Ed. <laughs> Wendell in the film, but evil, from here, Evil right. Ed. Yeah, Evil Ed. So uh, Evil Ed is taking pictures of the moon because he goes, wow, the moon is beautiful. And I'm just ready for him to like sprout wings and fly away or something. But like some, because he's a nerd, he slips and he falls and his pants get caught on like As the way do. down. right? And so he falls on this like old lady's. <laughs> this old lady's balcony, balcony and she freaks out ah rape right she screams rape the cops come to throw him in jail and i was just picturing i'm like dude what if like when they come in when they come to like get her get him out he's like wearing that little red wig your mother's cookies you know just like and the, all the other prisoners are just dead just, drained right just, just blood, blood splattered everywhere. everywhere and he's just sitting there kind of wiping his mouth just like Jenna was in the oven <laughs> He just when the, when that kind of shit happened, we would both look at each other like, "Are we thinking maybe the same and thing here?" More nine times out of ten, we definitely were thinking like, "Oh, dude, yeah, just eh, just pulling off." Oh God, it was so good. And then the bar scene when they meet, it's kind of great because he rolls up to Amanda Bierce's character and he's striking out right and left. And what is the line? I think it's like, I guess a blowjob. I guess a blowjob in, in the, the parking, parking lot would be out of the question. question. Right. And you're like, because oh. his friends are like, his his friends are like, just go up and like, you know, pretend like you're gonna just want a blowjob in the parking lot and do something like that. And he's like, what? And so he's trying to build up the muster and like, hey, would you like to go out sometime? And she's like, yeah, I don't know. She goes, well, and then he goes, like, well, I guess a blowjob. And just trying to be good, but yet it comes out very. Oh Awkwardly. yeah, just cringeworthy. But it's just, he does it with such earnest. He's a, sincerity. Ed's a good actor, dude. Stephen Jeffries is a great actor. Ed is. A, Ed is. Did you ever see the movie Heaven Can Wait? Mm-mm. With Warren Beatty? Uh, no, this is the one. Um, no, oh no, no, Heaven Help Us, Heaven Help Us. That's what it is. Okay, it's not a Brat Pack movie, but it's got a lot of those guys in there, and he uh-huh. plays. They're in this um, uh, Catholic boarding school, uh-huh. and he's this. He plays a chronic masturbator in it. Is that with uh, Sean Penn as a priest? No, that's where no angels. Oh, okay. No, this is the this one. I think it's um. He's a chronic master. Yeah, it's great. No, you, if you if you could do fraternity vacation, uh, uh, heaven help us and fright night, you've got your best Stephen Jeffries triple feature. <laughs> side note on Stephen Jeffries, you know his side career for a while, right? Yeah, he was a game porn. Yeah, yeah, and he did well in it apparently. Yeah, which is awesome. I'm all for good, it. Good for him. Yeah, man. and he, honestly, I I think he's a good. I think he's a great actor. I'm not gonna lie. I like you him. You think he wore the raggedy Ann wig too in some of his scenes gonna put some buns in the oven you know just like <laughs> that's horrible just he turns into like this weird werewolf creature <laughs> <laughs> that actually that i was kind of waiting oh. for a transformation sequence oh, as oh, well Were bear just like yeah it turns into like a leather daddy you know just like <laughs> oh god going to hell man going to hell <laughs> 
But the bleed over was just really interesting because we were just like, well, you know, what would have happened if Charlie had died and mm-hmm. Evil Ed Hooked made up. his way up and then right. he just happened to, you know, finally it was just like one of those, well, you know, Ed, I guess I'm, you've been around all these years and I never finally, you know, you, yeah. I've seen, I'm seeing, you know, it was just, it was fantastic how it worked. Yeah, because they meet in a club, right? And we were talking about what if the club scene. From Fright Night. Fright Night. Instead of it's Jerry grinding up on on uh, Marcy Darcy, it's fucking Evil Ed just grinding up on Marcy Darcy. <laughs> and of Darcy. course, and, uh, unfortunately, we were missing the mirror scene, which is always a classic in Fright Night. <laughs> right. And this is, wh- well, this is where I think I kind of missed um, the actual original Fright Night soundtrack because there's, there's the score in the soundtrack yeah. and the song and that that scene in Fright Night is kind of buried in my brain. Uh-huh. It's just so wonderfully cheesy you in the 80s. You want to hum a couple bars of it? It was great. It's just this great... just And you didn't necessarily get that with the Fraternity Vacation again, but it was... It had again, Bananarama in it. It did have some Bananarama. Mm-hmm. Actually, the songs on it were pretty great, yeah. but they were always so, like, again, like with the score, they were so dead on. Mm-hmm. There was one of the songs, and it was, I think, during one of the montages when they were, like, dating, but it was the song was like, I'm attracted to you. Right. And you're right. like, what the hell? As they're slowly falling in love, there's a song about slowly falling in love. As they're and like, when there's, like, a betrayal, it's, you know, it's like, ah, going down my haunts yeah it's just like wow Wow. it's man it's just hitting you over the head Mm -hmm. which but it worked oh yeah no it was was, so good what was really funny was i didn't expect you to kind of have the reaction you had to it i was just anticipating uh, yeah you know eh, it's a boner jam i loved this movie i loved this movie it was it was it's kind of fantastic um it would be it would make a great like a again a double feature because there's a part where evil ed's getting ready in the bathroom in front of a mirror and he says something like lather rinse repeat or something like that i could just picture just all you see is like a floating toothbrush (laughs) 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 the gags right themselves hey mother will you draw what i look like kind of like a we are still here (laughs) vampire thing what we do the shadows yeah i would totally see that there was so many ways that like vampire ed would have improved Good. the movie, I think, and just made it a whole different direction. Well, of course, like, just eating all the whores in jail, dude. Just gah. It, it's it's what well, you think about like this. It's not really a starring vehicle for him in this one. He's he's he's, he's a main character. He, he the whole thing starts out with him, it's and it's true. Like, well, but it's, then it turns into like it's almost two movies. Yeah, well, I would mention before it's kind of like Superbad, mm-hmm. where he kind of yeah. goes off on he's his the own. He's the McLovin. Yeah, where yeah. he goes off on his own adventure, and they all come back together at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but shit, I was nine seven six evil, mm-hmm. which was another Stephen Jeffries. I liked that movie. I haven't seen it in a while. I saw it maybe about uh, two months ago. And I was oh, like, really? Yeah, it was on like. Um, Encore suspense or mm-hmm. on demand or something. I'm like, oh shit, nine seven six evil. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Will it be worthy of a uh, horror show? I definitely think because so. Because we do have access I, to a 35 do. millimeter mm-hmm. print of nine seven six evil. I think I, I don't want to say it's it, it is underrated, but it's not. Did you hear that? What was that? <laughs> I think that. I assume that was the cat. <laughs> it's got to be the cat. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> okay <laughs> where the fuck is it coming from dude <laughs> it's, i think she's under the uh hey kitty it's okay wherever you are so we're having some technical <laughs> see this stuff is coming this is gonna be the last broadcast <laughs> all of a sudden you're gonna hear this you're gonna hear meow <laughs> and then just uh the deadness oh my god 
that was kind of scary. And hopefully you heard that. I think you could hear it in the audio as well. But yeah, there was something scratching around here. Dude, this is. I had be- headphones on. And I could fucking hear it, dude. God damn it. God damn it. Well, I don't know if that's a perfect way to close an episode or if it's just like the next transition because. Oh, the, apparently they don't want this going out to. Uh, they're like, no, man, you can't let them know of our activities, of our secrets. Like you're sitting there, like digging up the marrow. There's no conspiracy with the cats. They're shaking the cage. Don't come looking for me. They're spraying me with, with a water. <laughs> Just being pelted with like kitty litter. Oh well, in many ways, I think this is a challenge to some of our listeners because um, you know horror fans. A lot of horror fans diversify. They love dramas. They love comedies. But you have some horror fans that maybe don't necessarily go out of the horror region. I think this is a film they can enjoy. Especially if they go into the mindset like, what evil, if Evil, evil Ed, Ed Adventures. Went on spring break. Right? Because there's even a part where like he gets a flat tire and he's just sitting there in like the sun and he looks like he's just melting. <laughs> he's literally like... <laughs> just like <laughs> I was expecting him to pull a peewee, you know? <laughs> we don't like your kind... <laughs> Which is probably the best part of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Which, uh, are you anxious to do uh, the new? Yes, I'm stoked for the... Yeah. I know our friend Dustin was watching it, so I'll have to see what he uh, did with that. But no, I think there's enough familiar things with Fraternity Vacation, especially if you like Fright Night, yeah. that it, if you don't like comedies or anything like that, this is a chance to kind of segue into something new. Yeah. Because of all those familiar faces... The, just the wonderful horror conventions that you can put in mm-hmm. on Fraternity Vacation makes it a funny watch, but it you know just on it, its own. It, it wouldn't work if you've seen Fraternity Vacation first, first right, and then seen Friday. It, it doesn't work. It has to work with Vampire. There is a Dead. certain sequence that you yeah. have to watch it in, yeah. which honestly would maybe even make uh, Heaven Help Us at the very end of it even better. You know that he transfers <laughs> into chronic masturbator, but he drinks blood. <laughs> it, it writes itself, man. You're so, so cool. Uh, just l- love the man. You know, we were talking about having like a Nerds of Nostalgia Hall of Fame. And I f- think even my first choice was Stephen Jeffries. Actually. I think it was, actually. We talked about that before because I just I really liked what he did with his characters. He, they were he, always memorable. Yeah, most definitely. He's the one guy you remember from any movie he's in. Mm-hmm. He's just that strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't get enough love. No, no he really doesn't. No. I don't think he, in the genre world. <laughs> Maybe in some of his later movies he, he gets got all some... kinds of love. But I mean, from... <laughs> Genius. <laughs> if it's a bad idea, it's a genius. But if you're going to hell, <laughs> go big or go home, man. No, but um yeah, no, he's 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 a he in this movie he really sells his character. He really has really good pathos. Well he 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 grows a lot in this in this. You actually see him, you know, discover love, longing, heartbreak. Yeah. Redemption, uh huh, and he's and he tells it like it is. He really does. He's very raw. Yeah, he's with his performances, just and honest. Yeah, I mean, you can tell it almost like seems like it's happened to him before. You know, it's because it, also like I mean, I was I I think we've all been there at that like what, you know, yeah, yeah, that 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 whole like hurt getting hurt and shit. And like, another thing that I we I can't we almost passed up the entire episode with uh, with Fraternity Vacation I talked about it. Uh everyone's favorite just bad guy, the ultimate in authority, John Vernon shows up. Yes. Playing the police chief, mm-hmm. which is just if you're a fan of genre films, man, let me tell you, you'll you'll immediately go, "Oh, oh yeah. John, yeah." He's cuz he just roughs it up there. The now, crusty old dean. He is. This is bra bomb better work nerdlinger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, I really, really think it's a it's a fun film. It works really well together. And it's weird to have, like, a Stephen Jeffries, Amanda Bierce, 
like crossover. Yeah, the way that yeah. works. Just in, and again with Brad Fidel there, and also shit. Another guy, and this is again just makes the strong Fright Night connection. Is one of the bouncers in Fright Night. That's right. His name. Let me see here. There you are. <laughs> There's the cat. Um, Franklin AJ was one of the bouncers in Fright Night. Now, if you watch Fraternity Vacation, they're He's getting their pervy uh, pictures. Um, uh, uh, developed, developed. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it's been too long since I've said had to say <laughs> pictures being developed. Uh, but he plays the photography store guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will like, develop anything for the cash. Who, who, after he saw the shit go down in the Fright Night Club, was like, "I'm getting the hell getting, away from there. I'm going to Palm Springs. I'm going where, where it's sunny, where it's sunny all the time." And sure enough, there's Ed. There's Ed. You know, <laughs> oh God, the irony. Can't escape. You know, just. <laughs> But immediately, I'm like, where do I know that guy from? So I pulled it up. I'm like, holy shit. It only strengthens that entire connection. It's with like that. Fright Night point five. Point five. Mm, yeah, because it's not Fright Night 2 just yet. But it's a reimagining, maybe. Right? It, but seriously, it, you know, Fright Night fans definitely will look, seek oh, yeah. out this movie. And if you're a fan of Fright Night, you're a fan of 80s films. I mean, it doesn't really get more 80s. No, this is almost the quintessential 80s movie. Very it, much It so. hits all the boner jam tracks. And this is also a film that you would have seen on, like, and this is how I originally saw it, was USA Up All Night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't until I probably saw it on either Cinemax or HBO that I realized there were boobs in it. And again, the it's old Barbara Crampton and Kathleen phenomenal. Kinmont boobs. It's yeah. uh, who played the main chick? I mean, the the Malin Ackerman looking girl. She, I didn't get her name. Um, she looks a lot like Malin Ackerman. She looked a lot like Malin yeah. Ackerman. Actually, if they redid this film, they would probably have Malin, Malin Ackerman in that role. In fairness, every movie should have Malin Ackerman, and it just just. Whatever. I like her. I think I she's funny. You know, too. if it wasn't for her involvement in Children's Hospital, actually, no, I take that back. She's funny in uh, Harold and Kumar. Uh-huh. She's always good in whatever she's in. Yeah. I'm like, I need to see. You know what? I haven't seen yet. The Final Girls. With uh, her, with Malin Ackerman, it's yeah. good. I know. I heard it's great good. things about yeah. it. I'm afraid though that that the the mother the mother daughter kind of the, you know the child parent thing is going to get me. I'm going to start crying. Uh, and it's no good. I can't be crying like that. It's so. Got maybe in it. Now does it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Also well, does uh the Pee Wee movie. Pee Wee's got maybe in it. Yeah. Maybe was in this movie. And I loved this movie. I've only seen it like twice, but it was a hard to find movie. And I finally found it on DVD. It's called Bart Got a Room. It's kind of like one of those 90s type boner jams. Oh, okay. Where it's like kind of like American Pie, but it's almost like American Pie meets Arrested Development because everything's like awkward and just like very deadpan. Mm -hmm. And it's about this guy who wants to go to prom and he wants to get laid. And Bart, the Bart in the movie is like this total like spaz thing. And he gets a date and a room, a hotel room after prom, so he's going to get down. They were like, well, fucking Bart got a room. What's wrong with me? And so that's the whole precipice of the Interesting. Yeah, they only talk about, like, they always talk about Bart in his room, but they only show, like, Bart, like, once or twice. I'm going to seek that out. It's really good. Okay. that's I'm glad I picked up on that. Nice random um, thing to get. Right. But no, uh, back to the horror. Uh, (laughs) Wild tangents. Um, Seriously, Fright Night fans, check this movie out with... With the image of evil, evil Ed, Ed vampire in this movie, evil would, Ed shenanigans. Yeah, it will just blow your mind. It enhances how the film so is. much more, right. you know. And that's what's kind of nice having that little template to put over it. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, let me see here. Let's see here. I'm just going over, making sure everything's on that. That's good. Yeah, that's kind of what I had with that one. Um, but again, I'll also check us out, Nerds of Nostalgia, the podcast with the um, with our March Madness, New World yeah. Madness, because mm-hmm. we've got in our horror category. Our horror category, it was um, Warlock? Warlock versus uh, Return no, to... No, the stuff. No, 
now, but the, the the first one. When oh, we went, oh, the first the round. The first okay. round. We're not talking about the winners. Warlock versus um, Return of Horror High, and then it was the stuff versus um, humanoids from the deep. Then it was uh, Creep Show Two versus House. Oh, that was a tough one. That was a real tough one. And then there was um, Piranha versus Chud. So if you want to hear what we talked about that and find out what the winners are. Check us out on Nerds and Nostalgia. Yep. And then we'll actually, you'll, the next episode is all about talking more in depth about the winners, which is brought up, which is why we watched Fraternity Vacation, right. which is where the whole Fright Night thing came from. So yeah. kind of going full circle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get any better than that. So no. I guess until uh, next week. Let's go fuck with your cat. Let's do it, man. Well, guys, this is Greg D. And I'm Genius McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams. Yeah.